Don't make me turn this podcast around. You're listening to the Reno Dads podcast. We're dads talking about dad stuff. We're doing the dad thing in the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. But we're talking about things that all dads and parents can relate to. We'll share fatherly war stories, discuss manly things, and even get into the tender moments of fatherhood. We want you to be a part of the conversation, so join us and listen in. Oh, and be warned, dad jokes ahead. All right. Welcome to the next episode here, the Reno Dads podcast. It's Jonathan again. And I have a, an, a guest this week. Um, a few weeks ago, I, I was uh, on the podcast with Mickalee Bryerman from Reno Moms blog. And we talked about dating here in the Reno area, which was a lot of fun. You should go back and listen to it if you haven't already. And this episode, uh, I have Jessica Santina with me. And we met, let's see, what was it about? A, about two, two weeks? weeks ago. Yeah, about two weeks ago uh, at a mutual friends. And we were talking about dad's activity or dad's involvement in school activities. And we had a very in-depth conversation and we decided to bring it here to the podcast studio. So Jessica, welcome. Hello. Thank you. So you've been a contributor at the mom's blog for a while. Yes. I um, was one of the first contributors um, that launched the blog and I've been with it ever since. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, of course, Reno Dads came out after that. Yeah. Not not long. I don't know. How long has the Reno Moms blog been around? Do you know? I believe we started in 2013 oh, or so, 14. Okay. So, yeah, it's been about five or six years. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. What, I mean, you've written about a lot of different things. What's your thing? Yeah. I mean, I tend to get fired up about <laughs> issues and no use the blog as this um, as my mouthpiece. <laughs> Soapbox? Um, I, um, I was – I – my, one of my posts should be fairly memorable to folks. I had written a, a post about the um, Washoe County School District wellness policy that got a lot of buzz oh, and, yeah. um, and about um, the recent tax vote that, oh, sure. um, yeah. back in 2016 about the school funding yeah. and that, you know, where are we going to put all the kids? Right. Um, so that, I mean, that the education stuff is near and dear to my heart. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think... I mean, this is a sort of running theme here on the uh, on the podcast in particular is the the growth of the growth of the area. Right? Yes. I mean, everything everybody that I've spoken to in the last few uh, episodes has had some sort of discussion around the growth of the area, and of course, you know, education is a huge part of that. So right. you know, I know that we're going to be t- talking about that for a while. Yeah. But you and I had a very interesting conversation um, at our friend. Uh, the Mulligans, yes, about dad's involvement at school activities, and we both, I think, have our own opinion on it. Yes. I, I wanted to bring it in here because I think it's actually worth uh, bringing out and having the conversation out in front of everybody, and we'll probably write about it. I know mm-hmm. I'm thinking yeah. about what I might write, and I'm sure you are as well. So, where are we with that? And I know it's the end of the school year now, yeah. so things are winding down. How is the? I mean, I, I guess sort you can, of all fresh in my mind. Yes, but. <laughs> yes, I know because because May and June tend to be these crazy, right. crazy weeks of the last activities at school, and everything gets scheduled, and everybody is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when I met you a couple of weeks ago and found out that you were with um, the Reno Dads, I approached you and I said, has anyone ever written anything about this? Because so just a little backstory, I'm um, I am a board member with the Parent Faculty Association at my daughter's elementary school. So we just call it the PFA. Mm-hmm. This I'm um, I'm wrapping up my third year on the board going into the fourth. And 
Um, I will tell you, it has been an exercise in banging my head against the wall for about three years. It's something that I started doing because I just feel like if I'm going to have anything to say about what happens at my daughter's school, I better put my money where my mouth is. Sure. And I actually need to be a presence. And I, I think it's important for the teachers and the students to see me there. I think it's important for my daughter to know that it's that you should get involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because we raise funds for, among other things, our PE teacher. Right. Um, without us uh, raising those funds, we would not have PE at our school. Is and that I think right? that's the case at a lot of schools in this district. A lot of schools don't have PE flat out. But um, just at the elementary school? Um, or all? I'm, yeah. I honestly yeah. can't speak yeah. for any other schools, but I know the elementaries, a lot of them don't have them at all or they're privately funded. Right. Um, so our organization raises money for that and for um, tools and technology and resources. Yep, that, yep. that help with the school. But one of the things that has really been a struggle is finding board members. We've noticed a decline in involvement in, um, in general, but getting people to help out with running events, mm -hmm. getting people to say, yes, I'll be on the board right. has been... Um, well, it's been like pulling teeth. Only, I mean, really worse. It's just been awful. Yeah. And it's been incredibly frustrating for me because it seems to be a perception, this myth that only moms can do it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I've been kind of fed up with, you know, why can't a faculty? It's a parent faculty sure. association. Why can't a faculty member be on the board? Why can't a dad ever? In my th entire three years of being on the board, not one dad has ever said, I would like to participate in your organization, not even just be a board member. Right. But so I really was curious when I approached you, like, what is that? What is that thing that keeps dads from really being involved? So I don't have the answer. Yeah. I can only, I can only <laughs> speak from my experience and, and a little bit from the experience that I know our dads. So, okay, so the sample that you have of dads in the Reno dads group in terms of folks who write about fatherhood and who are actively engaged. And we, we believe, uh, as our group, you know, as our little core group of contributors and writers and mm -hmm. being the podcast guy, um, you know, we, we, we find we're, we're a pretty involved group. Now I will say that the involvement is largely things like coaching their activities yes. and doing other things. So it, it you know, it, it, it sort of falls out in those areas and that's had, you know, that's been a traditional thing. And I, and I would say, and when we had this conversation, I, I kind of went pretty far afield into some, some <laughs> right. of my own theories about it, but, but I started it thinking about, yeah. yeah. And I was thinking about it some more after we talked, cause I was like, well, we, we're going to do this, you know, podcast and we want to talk about it and we want to yeah. think about it some more. And, you know, I, I do think that, I do think that, um, our dads feel like they're involved, like they do feel like they're involved. And I will, and I told you about my one experience with the, with the one time that yes. I did that I made it a point. So, you know, um, my son was in a private school and the private school, of course, they also have a, a, a very active parent organization. Mm -hmm. And in that particular private school, it was, you know, very much, uh, driven by the moms, but I, you know, showed up for stuff. And I, and I told you about a couple other things. My, my kids go to the, um, go to, uh, a private school for high school now as well. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I told you about that experience, too. So these are two different experiences. And I'm going to I'm going to explain them to you and I want to explain to our audience. Uh And then hopefully we'll get some feedback because I'm hoping that this uh, episode in particular gets a lot more, you know, gets a lot more engagement. We start talking about it. We have this conversation. So my first experience was in the middle school that my son was at. And I went to this particular day, you know, early in the semester of the very his, his last year there. And they were having the volunteer sign-up sheet, right? And so I walked up to the table, and there's the woman who sort of is managing all the volunteers. And I'm standing right in front of her, and I'm about to sign up for things. And I'm, I'm about to ask her about some questions, you know, like what sort of activities. And like, because I'm, you know, I try to be involved. And that's, you know, something I wanted to do for him, especially in 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 the wake of the divorce and things like that. I wanted right. to make sure I was, you know, present <clears throat> for the things I could be there. Anyway, so I... I'm standing at the table and literally as I'm standing at the table, this other woman, other person, you know, woman walks up next to me and the person who was the volunteer coordinator literally spoke past me, Hmm. like didn't even acknowledge my presence and just started talking to the mom. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not relevant. So that's one data point. That's one thing. So I have a, I have a term for that. We'll talk about that in a second. I wonder if I may interject. I I mean, I, but having not been there and yeah. seeing the expression or or what have you, I, I I can't speak super knowledgeably, but I'm wondering if it might have been a presumption. He's not here to volunteer. He's here for something else, and assumed that you. I don't I know. Mean, All I know is I was at the volunteer rather than table. dismissing the ta- you. Yeah, the table was for volunteer sign up. Like uh-huh. I was present. I in, see. In like literally, as we are sitting across from each other at this table in the podcast booth, uh-huh. I might have been you know half a foot further apart from her standing there, like okay. wanting to say, "What do I? What can I help you with?" And she. I mean, I was about to sort of address her. So it was like a line, and she just went to the next person. Basically, Basically. this person. I don't know if it was just a line. There was a, you know, there may be other people even present, but there, I was standing literally in front of her, Hmm. like face to face, you know, three feet from her, and then this other person walked by or stood up next to, you know, stood next to me or right behind me or even, you know, just literally spoke right past me. And then never came back to you. No, so I just signed up to give, you know what, I told you this. There was like some sign up for like bringing a, you know, a case of water bottles. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to do the minimum. I am signing up because I am going to do something. So that was one thing and I have a term for that. We'll get back to it. If I say it now, I'm going to, I know I'm going to get like, you know, hate mail. (laughs) Then the other one was where I went to and I was working with um, the accreditation team uh, at my kids' um, high school. They had a a whole task group that they asked for signups for people to help. Uh, I, I do business consulting. I read a lot of proposals. I do a lot of this sort of thing. And I was like, oh, this is like in my wheelhouse. And it's also going to get me my uh, – because I have required hours that I have to do uh, at their high school or I have to pay. Okay. Um, that's another thing we can talk about, how you get I've heard of yeah, I've heard of yeah, some schools that, that do, do that. that. Yeah, we're public. So yeah, it's, no, it's yeah. a little hard to do. But um, in, in this particular instance, I knew that I could get those hours this way. And I was the only dad – there and I totally get you know the sort of yeah. sense of like okay the dads feel like you know this is a thing that you know the moms do because it's related to the school. Um, I I think there's a couple of things at work um, and I you know I can only speak from my personal experience what I've lived through what I've seen in now multiple communities right because I've lived I've only lived here in uh, Reno for what three and a half years mm-hmm. you know most of my experience was back in Virginia when my kids were younger you know uh, in elementary school and again my experience now as my kids are in high school is a little different from yours you know living it through you know elementary school right. and so that sort of thing and elementary you think is like the hotbed of parent involvement you know what I mean like I, definitely I think, think after so. middle school that's I mean when they start middle school that's when really parents don't 
tend to be on the campus, you know. I, yeah, I think that's probably true. I think in this private school that my uh, son went to, um, that was not the case. I mean, it was a pretty active um, Okay. Which the, sounds like a dream to me, but that's a whole other uh, matter. <laughs> okay. The, the, the term I use, and I hope I don't get the moms mad at me, is called the mommy mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that exists. We don't have one at our school. So the but... mommy mafia, and I've said this to only a few people. Uh -huh. Now everybody who's listening is going to be like, oh, yeah. Jonathan, you're in trouble now. But <laughs> We've yeah. all said it secretly. Okay. Let's, well, yeah. I'm saying it out loud. The mommy mafia uh -huh. did not... Brush me, I did not, I mean, rub me in the right way. I was yeah. just like, what are yeah. you? And I just, I, I stepped out after that. And I was involved. I mean, th if there were things that I could do, I would be there. And obviously I wouldn't miss anything. You know, my son was participating in a sporting event or whatever. Mm -hmm. I would be there. Um, but I, I didn't feel compelled to, I, I mean, aside from the fact that it's a private school and like they're also raising money because right. they do that. Mm -hmm. um, it's not, um, you know, I, I didn't feel particularly compelled to, you know, keep on with that yeah and one of the things that i have noticed is um there are, is a crew of um so there's two things the, there's this crew of dads who come every morning at drop off yeah and are there to wave off their kids as yeah. they go into school in the morning so they're around yeah um they're a presence on campus day in and day out so I know they're around and mm -hmm. involved in their kids' lives. So I think that's interesting that they're doing that, and yet you don't see them on the field In the trips. classrooms or where else? Um, well, no, they're like there at the morning at oh, drop-off and okay. then at 3 o'clock at pickup. Okay. So, I mean, they're, they're a presence, they're home for their kids, at least for a part of the day where, right. you know, that's outside typical work hours. Sure. So, but you don't see them at field trips. You don't see them um, volunteering at school activities. Mm. You don't see them on any committees. You don't, you know what I mean? Like they're not responding to any emails. And, and the other thing that I think is interesting is that even though they're there, there is this very prevalent idea and joke that nobody's even really ashamed of. Oh, the wife handles that. Yeah. The wife handles the schedule. And then. When we do our back-to-school barbecue at the end of summer, just before the start of school, and that's where the kids come back and they, you know, they have a burger or a dog yeah, and they yeah. meet their teacher yeah. and kind of get the lay of the land. Right. The only way we can get dads to participate is by the wives saying, you're going to run the grill. And dads will show up to run <laughs> a grill, grill yeah, all day yeah. and they will coach sports all day. But God forbid they would come to a meeting or yeah. volunteer at, you know, the bingo night or whatever. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure what is driving that. There seems to be this. Um, well, my perception of it is that it's that that um, school and volunteer activities are considered a, a, a female thing. Right. And it's almost sort of laughed about and culturally accepted. The dads handle the grills and the sports. I don't see dads at dance classes. Um, and I don't understand why that is and why that's sort of a culturally accepted norm. Okay, is that... so that's a really big question. I mean, I, I, we, I know okay, we're it about is. Right, we're about ready to jump right in. I mean, so, but this is, yeah, the, you, you know, I've yeah. been all fired up since our conversation. Yeah, like, absolutely. I have some stuff to absolutely. say. <laughs> yeah, I think that there's something, there is definitely something to this um, that falls out on these sort of heteronormative gender roles that mm -hmm. people have, I guess, accepted for a long time. 
And I mean, this is a larger question around right. what we expect of men in the home, what we expect. And, and of course, there's all of that question around the mental burden and who's running the home and who's thinking about, okay, you know, for example, I'm pretty sure you do. I mean, mm-hmm. most women do. Like next week is a thing at the school on a Wednesday at two o'clock or there's something like everything that's in the school calendar is already in your head somewhere. Not yeah. only is it in the school calendar where I can look it up because I can find that stuff online sure. if the school is pretty well organized and some most schools nowadays are. But there's more to it than that. There's the back. So, for example, my daughter graduating from high school this week, you know, she's got to do the things where she's decorating or she's getting her cabin gown decorated, all the things. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a backing up from that. Right. That says, oh, when do we go to the art supply store to go get those things? Yes. OK. That's so true. OK. So now you're talking to somebody who kind of has that. I mean, so I'm not the guy. Right. They're like I'm one of the guys who kind of thinks that stuff through and tries not to miss it and tries to think about it ahead of time where like I know my son, for example, has a tennis match uh, or, a, you know, sort of a tennis tryout and we've got to get him you know, sort of prepared for that. Or there's some things, you know, there's the, the prep for things like mm-hmm. things don't just happen on that day. Right. Even the grill. Right. The grill that the guys are going to do. How are you going to get it there? Where who brings the grill and who brings the supplies for the grill yes. and you know who's bringing the exactly. you know the things that happen that have to be in place in order for the grill thing right. to actually occur. So guys, <laughs> yeah. this is where you have to step up. I'm gonna say. I mean, yeah. like, I'm saying to the men listening to this, like men, you need to step up and think through. Like you're a planner at work. Like you plan the things that you do at work. Like you don't just show up one day and give a case in a in a. Um, in a court if you're a lawyer or you do mm-hmm. you know you don't just show up that day and I mean there's a prep that goes to these things so you have to think the same way about the things at home that said what I said about the mommy mafia is also true like I think men feel like they walk into a room of women who are doing this and they've been doing it for the last three years you know or four mm-hmm. years and they're kind of they got this thing totally dialed and they don't necessarily um, are, they don't necessarily uh, welcome the men in a way that feels hmm. like as open and sort of inviting as it could. And that's my experience, right? I said that that's one anecdotal mm-hmm. version of it, but I think that's a, it, it's broader than that, right? I think that men will go to these things and feel like, oh, well, they kind of have their clicks, they kind of have their thing, they, they do, and then I don't feel like, you know, like I walk in and I'm like, okay, who do I, I mean, I, I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna say, represent, you know, here's the dad, I'm in the room, and then, you know, sometimes, and I don't wanna, <laughs> Um, here's the other thing. This should be the expected behavior. Men should show up for these things and they shouldn't get a cookie for showing up. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saying that. Okay. So this is a, this is a term that a friend of mine has introduced me to. You don't get a cookie for doing the things that should be expected of you. Right. That's called parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The same way. I don't want to be called a babysitter. Like somebody has, I mean, I don't want that. I I mean, and and the, the guys who are involved in Reno dads, we don't expect that. But I mean, they do, I will say like the Reno dads and you could talk to all of our, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of folks who are involved in, in our project, um, we do feel like we're involved. But I do think you're right that it largely skews towards, you know, coaching and some other things. I mean, some of the dads, I, well, one of the dads uh, I had in here who's on the, uh, you know, one of the contributors, he's on the board for the Girl Scouts. He doesn't even have a girl That's in the awesome. Girl Scouts. And he's not a, he doesn't have a girl in the Girl Scouts. His daughter was like, eh, not so interested. He was like, but this is important. I'm going to do it. And they didn't get... He didn't meet with resistance Not to at that. All. They love That's him. amazing. They love him. In fact, Good I'll, for I'll him. Li- yeah, I'll link to that other episode because that. we had them in here a few months ago, and it was just a great discussion around why is it so important to have these programs, and why is it so important to have dads involved in this program. Well, and that's the thing. You know, we're kind of in this crisis period now, where you know, not not to 
not to get into social issues too much, but, you know, the Me Too generation, this we are in an age where our young girls, especially, I mean, actually boys, too, need to see positive, involved male role models. And I just feel like what better way to demonstrate that than to say, hey, I'm an involved dad. I will show up for you at your two o'clock show at school and I will participate in this event. And I sure. Do you need help rounding up grills? I'm happy to run around and do that. And, you know, I just I, I wish there was more of that of it occurring to them rather than it sort of being like your arm got twisted. Yeah. And I think part of it is going to be, it's going to take um, some sort of doing. And and one of the things that I was thinking about after we met and sort of chatted about this, I was thinking, okay, how do we, how do we solve this? Or how do we start thinking about ways to solve you know, solve, uh, solve this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I thought about was what we talked about was how do you get, say your husband, for example, to sort of be that person, like he's your, not just your sidekick, but he's your equal in this endeavor. And he is recruiting other dads and he's helping you make them feel welcome in these roles and setting a good example and doing all the things. And that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to ask of anybody, but somebody has to be first sometimes. I thought that was interesting that you you suggested that it might be more um, received better if a man were to invite them to do this. You know, and I think it has to be sort of. A little bit of a flywheel thing. You kind of have to get this thing moving and mm-hmm. then it'll pick its own inertia up. So I do think that starting it up is not going to be because what they're going to, I mean, straight up, you yeah. know, guys are going to be like, oh, I get nagged enough at home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be nagged by somebody at school. And I hate to say that's it that way. That's, I know that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> But I think that that's the, you know, maybe something at work there. And I again, it's the mental burden thing, you know, that I have been really thinking about this a lot because I believe, you know, my experience uh, as a dad when my kids were younger, I tried to be as much, you know, thinking about that stuff as possible. Like the, all the advanced work of like this event happens on this day, but it doesn't just happen on that day, right? Mm-hmm. All, that thing doesn't just happen that at that moment. Yeah. There's, you know, sometimes weeks of prep for things that you have to do. And especially if it's a, you know, a big occasion like a graduation or a whatever. Mm-hmm. So I I felt like I was pretty well tuned into that stuff. Yeah. But that's just me. I, I can't speak for other men. And I, I and I know that the perception is and the reality is of what you are living and what you're seeing in your PFA is mm-hmm. that the men haven't really seen it as their as part of their um, responsibility or part of their should you know things that they should be thinking about. Mm-hmm. But I do think that you know somebody has to be first, and I think that the way it might work best, in you know maybe, is hearing like and, and seeing more dad. You know, if you can get one or two in there, and then they can kind of bring their friends in and be the positive example that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But it might you know still be hard to get you know a quorum of dads. I just yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the secret is. I would love to have somebody. Yeah, I mean, suggest some. I would love to. What I would love to do is out of this podcast, as we write the articles that go along with it. Yeah, is sort of go out there and say, look, you know, this is happening. This is our community. We have a responsibility, all of us, to the kids that are in the schools because, you know, we all know Nevada has a challenge with public education. Yeah, we all know that this challenge exists. Not just because I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into that. But the more that we can get people involved, and 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 also in the communities that um, you know sort of have low involvement, 
Yeah. Um, again, you know, demographically or whatever, you know, in Sparks or sure. in different parts of Reno and, you know, different neighborhoods. Like, how do you set that example so that it's not just something, it's somebody else's thing to do? I mean, you you know, you're fortunate you have the, I even call it a privilege to be able to do the thing that you're doing and also be really involved in the school. It's mm-hmm. not, not a lot of people do that. I mean, if you, you know, no, not, not everybody realize, has that. You know? Yeah, I realize that. And I, you know, we do try to schedule our events sort of in the evening and, you know, working parents, I know, I know are up against it. And this goes for men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we would love to see grandparents involved and that kind of thing. But, you know, I, I'll give the spiel that I give to a lot of people. And this is the selling point whenever I'm trying to recruit people to be on the board is, I mean, research upon research upon research shows that when you are involved um at the school level, when you're a volunteer in school, when you're involved in a PFA or whatever it is your organization is called, um, parent or at school, the kids do better in school. Absolutely, um, you form stronger relationships with the teachers, and they you're noticed more. I mean, I think that's just a thing. Yeah. Um, you're demonstrating a, a, um, a concern, a, um, a pride of education. A, your, um, your children are seeing that you place great importance on education. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we are in a time now where we're just constantly seeing, and I think I can probably safely say, a decline across the board of parental involvement in schools. And this is sort of the hardest time for that to be happening with new schools coming online and overcrowding. And this is when we need more parents to be involved and funding for schools is just dismal. And that doesn't seem to be getting any better. So, you know, parents were it. And if you want to model great education for your kids, if you want your kids to understand the importance of giving back in order to make a community or an organization better, um, this is a fabulous way to do it, and yeah. that shouldn't that shouldn't be divided along gender lines. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I'm obviously you're preaching at the choir over yeah, here. I mean, of I, course. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of ways to talk to dads about this in a way that they'll say, "Oh, yeah, I get it." Like because, again, as I mentioned in my sort of few anecdotes about mm-hmm. my experience, you know, these are just a few. I mean, I, right. I've done other been involved in other ways i will say that it does tail off as you go into high school i mean that's just sort of a true i mean although there is you know there's a parent organization in the high school and they are very active in a lot of things oh yeah i mean there is i just again um through a set of circumstances i wasn't as you know involved um you know during during the last couple years although you know my son has two more years so maybe i'll you know sort of change Mm -hmm. my mind about that (laughs) um I do think that part of it is, you know, cultural. It's bigger than just here in Reno. Yeah. It's bigger than just, you know, one school. It's bigger than but you're absolutely right in that when when parents are involved, it sets that example and it really does set the tone for a lot of things around how important the priority of education is in a family. Mm-hmm. And you know, we all want that to happen and and the more we can you know, sort of step up I think it's again. I think it's something around um, the dads feeling like they aren't necessarily invited. I know you aren't. You are inviting, but they don't feel welcome sometimes. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you that's my experience. You know, like I walked in and I was like into these couple of you know, and I was like the only dad in the room, or I was the one dad, like I said, that got sort of kind of brushed aside, and I was like, you know, that's not cool. And they don't do it intentionally. Yeah. I don't think they. I mean, nobody wants to feel that way. I mean, you know, I mean that would be. Well, and I remember when when my daughter first started school, you know, the the group of kindergarten moms 
um, there was a little bit of a clickiness Mm -hmm. to it because a lot of them, you know, they had older kids that had already gone through it. So they knew each other and had established relationships. And I did feel a little excluded for a while there, but sort of I jumped in because it was kind of a way of formalizing my involvement without needing to be a friend, which was a great way to do it. I don't know what the key is to inviting more men. I don't want to pander. I don't want to go to them and be like, we're trying to get more men involved in sound, you know, like. But you might have to do a little of that. I I mean, I guess. And I think, like I said, I think a combination of that saying, hey, we, you know, we really want the dad's involvement and, you know, we want you guys to take, you know, take more of an ownership role and be more active because we think it's going to be really helpful, you know, for a lot of reasons. And you can come up with those reasons for your school. Mm -hmm. And I do think that having one or two dads present in that sort of recruitment early on in that season, you know, like when you, when you do the first parent, you know, faculty association meeting Mm -hmm. and it's like your kickoff, right? Yeah. The barbecue, the back to school barbecue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you give a presentation? What do you do? No, I, there's a sign up sheet that it's like an online sign up thing. And I just send it out to my, my mailing list and, um, no, it's volunteer sign up. It's totally free. Um, but what something that happened last year, we had a, a president for a very short while. She did not um, stick with it for uh-huh. a number of different reasons, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, she she had this bright idea that she wanted to send out a special email saying, "We need uh, grill masters. Come on, dads." Yeah. And I was kind of offended by it. I was like, "A, can a woman not run a grill?" But B, is this really the only way we can get a dad involved? Can't we just appeal to all parents? But apparently what we need to do is just send out a special invite and not just for grilling. No. But maybe maybe we just send a special message out to the dads. Maybe even my husband can sign it and say. No, I'm, I think it's right. And yeah, say, think, you know, we we would love to get more dads involved. Yeah, and here I think, are some I of the things the appeal, that we've got yeah. coming up. You, you you have to put the appeal out there in a way. I think you know, again, sort of concerted effort. I think you know, having a dad present or presence in that sort of personal like request is sort of like, hey, dads, this is this is not just you know your wife's responsibility. It's all of our responsibility. And and having a good role model I mm-hmm. mean, is a, is a good way to do that. I think. Conceptually, I think is the thing that I'm, I'm keep coming back to, which is dads just you know figure they show up and they just do right. Yeah. Sometimes they just want to get thing, they just want to do the thing. They don't want to like have to think about the plan. Where 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 using that example, it would be great for a dad to say, you know what, I think we should do this for dinner th- on yeah. this night. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I know we went. <laughs> yeah, like we went shopping. I know that this is in the refrigerator, and I know that you know this is a really easy thing that I can whip up for the kids and us. Yeah, like you it'd know, be awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. So the, all of this comes back to the mental burden thing, and then yeah. all of that goes back to um, a couple of things, and we won't get into it all here. But it's, yeah. it is a question of how men, you know, typically men, um, sort of interact in the family dynamic again through things like I, we were talking about friendships, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the relationships are you know primarily driven through the the women. I mean, and, and yeah. again, heteronormative. Right. Um, women have the social network, and then men are sort of just. Men, know, women tag. wield the calendar. Yes. yes. Wield the calendar. <laughs> and when I say the calendar, not just, again, like it's like, you know, that event on that time, we're going to have dinner with these friends. You're already thinking, okay, what's on the menu? Mm-hmm. Right. And and meanwhile, um, a, a certain dad who shall remain nameless, <laughs> i.e. my husband, will sometimes say, oh, did we have something going on? And I'll say, yes, we've had this dinner booked for... <laughs> Yeah. For weeks. 
So I have a few things on that one. We're, we're, yeah. We've gone pretty far. I don't I I know. know. I'm, but like one of the we're, things. We're I, getting yeah, all, all life's business because, done today. Because I actually, for a while, we had this shared calendar that I thought, oh, this is the, this is the solution. I wanted the answer. I wanted the tool. <laughs> To solve this, right? And the tool was like, I made a Google Calendar. I shared it with my, um, you know, kid's mom, uh-huh. and I was like, just drop stuff in there. I don't have to. We don't have to talk about it. You just put it in there because I look, at, I look at the week ahead, and I because that's how I plan. I look yeah. on a Sunday when I'm with my kids or whatever, and I know the week ahead. I'm like, okay, if it's in the calendar, then I can say, oh, this is going to happen on Wednesday, and and then I know Friday, and then I'll ask the kids like, what do you have going on, and then I'll make sure I know about it. But like, now it doesn't happen because mm-hmm. of other things. I mean, you know being um, in a separate um, sort of household. But I will say that, you know, that was my my (laughs) approach was like, let's just put a calendar out there. Yeah. And that didn't go anywhere. I think that, um, but the whole planning piece and really all of that is something that um, I know this. It's so deeply embedded in culture that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the secret is, but well, I mean, you I mean, you're you're the husbands and, and dads, generally speaking, they work. Right. And they don't like I said, you don't just show up to work one day and be like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. Like, you know, you have to think the same way you do at work, which is like, I know that I have a project that's due in three weeks. Like I'm working towards that project over or I have a presentation due next week or I have a presentation, you know, like this is what my calendar looks like. And these are the things that I have to do in order. And these are the resources that I need to have in order to make. I mean, like you do that work. Right. So you can have those skills. You have the ability. (laughs) Um, and I think, um, you know, on the other side of that, if, you know, women are wondering what, where the dads are, I mean, they're out on the ball fields or at the ba- basketball courts. I mean, I've seen women coaching also. So I, I mean, sure. I, and I've, yeah, and with, I've seen that too. Yeah. And I've worked with coaches in, especially in uh, girls volleyball, there are a lot of female women coaches and it's awesome. And, mm-hmm. but I've also coached, um, you know, volleyball in the past. So I've been, I've seen that, uh, dynamic as well. I don't know the answer. I do think that um, in your case, you know, um, where you're trying to spin this up, it's going to be helpful to have at least one or two dads who are saying, "Okay, we're going to help lead that charge, and we're going to mm-hmm. help, we're going to help kind of garner that interest, and and we're going to model the behavior, which is your dad, you know, your husband or whoever the dads are. Yeah, they need to actually be in the classroom. They need to be on the field trips, and they need to kind of be in in that role. Mm-hmm. And that's hard, you know, because yeah. a lot of dads, you know, by the time fifth, sixth grade rolls around, they're like, "Oh, well, they've got that sorted." I don't have to do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so start early and um, uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some of that advice and see how it goes. Yeah, and we'll write about it on ours, and we'll have to keep sharing um, um, our experiences, and then we'll, I guess, come back would, in here. Yeah, again I would in love a to months. see if you get some feedback yeah. about um, you know some ideas, yeah. some. Um, revelations about why things are the way they are. I'd yeah. be really curious to hear. I think we will have to do that, Jess. Yeah. Cool. Well, Well, thank you so much for having me. This is great. Thanks for coming. Yeah, this is really fun. Thanks so much. Of course. You've been listening to the Reno Dads podcast on renodads.com. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Stop by renodads.com and click on Contact Us and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear on our show. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at renodads. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll join us here for our next episode, and we'll see you online at renodads.com. Oh.